Well, hello, stranger. I haven't forgot you. I promise. I promise. I promise. Hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Dear Matchmaker. I am so excited to have you here. It's been a hot minute. I know. Um, I promise you that I am back in full force uh, and I'm excited to have you here. Thank you for clicking on this. Thank you for deciding to spend some time with me. And by the way, if you're brand new, hey, what's up? I'm Kat. I'm your matchmaker, dating coach or dating strategist and hostess with the mostest. And I'm excited to have you here at the show. And if you are brand new, which a lot of you are, a lot of you are, by the way, um, our numbers are just rising. And I don't know if it's because my friends at TikTok or Instagram or where are y'all from, or maybe you're just you just keep on sharing, which I just absolutely love. So thank you so much for that. But if you're brand new, welcome to the show. My goal here is to help you and let help you know that you're not alone, to provide you with tools and uh, understanding when it comes to dating and finding true connection and help helping you find your forever person. And sometimes that's coming from me and me alone. And we're just sitting here as if we're like sitting down, having a a cup of coffee together, or of course, having incredible experts, which I do have some coming, coming your way. Uh, and so, yeah. And my, and I want to answer your questions. So hence the name, Dear Matchmaker, right? Right. Where we answer your questions. And, uh, I recently did a poll. Oh my gosh. When was it? week ago, I think, asking some of you if you had any specific questions, because I tell you what, my brain is so full. (laughs) So if you don't know, I've been crazy busy. I have been to three different countries in six weeks. Um, I was in La Jolla, California and earned my love MBA. And then I went to London to the Global Love Institute. I went to their two-day conference. And then I went to Cancun and went to the three-day uh, Matchmakers Alliance conference. And I am just so full of information. And so when it came to like, okay, I need to get back here. I need to get back in your ears. And one uh, to know what to talk about because there's so many things that I could talk about, but I want to make sure and answer the questions that you have, my friend, that you have. So if you are listening to this, if you want to submit a question, it's always anonymous. You can go to dearmatchmaker.com and submit your question there or just send me a DM on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can even send me an email, catattheheartagency.com, and I'm happy to answer your questions, which by the way, this program is a labor of love, as you know. So this Show is brought to you by theheartagency.com, which I offer matchmaking, dating coaching, singles events, VIP weekends, image image, uh, consulting, and so much more. If you want information, you can always go to theheartagency.com, or if you want to, you can always contact me at theheartagency.com. Okay. So today's question, I'm sure you already know by the title, I want to address where all the good men are at. This is a question that I hear a lot. And men, I know you're here. I'm getting more and more male listeners. So I know you're listening to this going here. I'm right here, Kat, (laughs) holding my hands up. In fact, you know, I, oh man, am I going to go off on all the different tangents? It's been a while and I've missed you. And here I am. Um, I might, I might, I might go off um, on different tangents, but I have so much information that's in my brain. And I think it's important for you to know that all of these episodes are spoken from the heart. Um, you know, I don't run off of a script. I don't, I always shoot by the hip. It's whatever's in my heart um, that I share with you. 
I know that, you know, some podcasters, they love to go off of scripts and I've even done interviews where they will not allow me to go off script for the interview. Like they supply me the questions. So if I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, it's because it's all coming from the heart because I truly, truly, holy crap, am I getting choked up? Sorry. Um, I'm here in your best, working in your best interest because I've been in your position. I've been that single person. Um, you know, I, when I, I met Mike's husband when I was 19 and I found myself going through a divorce with two small children in my early thirties, he was the only man I'd ever been with. Um, and so I navigated dating and, and I went through my entire thirties trying to figure out my garbage. And, um, I was able to bring Brian into my life and, uh, you know, Brian and I've been together for almost 10 years now. And I, um, and I think I just get so choked up because I, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to feel alone. I know what it feels like to be isolated. And with the holidays that are around the corner, it's even worse. I remember even being triggered on father's day like seeing families on Father's Day and thinking to myself, and maybe for you men, you think about this with Mother's Day, right? Where it's like, why can I not have that family unit? Like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not dateable? Why am I not lovable? Why does, you know, why can I not find anybody uh, who's good for me? Um, and so I, I'm really leaning in this episode and it's going to be for both men and women. And I, because I, I want, I've been, doing so, I've done a lot of research and I've learned a lot of information and more and more it's becoming evident that people are just two ships passing in the night nonstop. And we are consistently getting on our own way for all of the ridiculous and obvious reasons. <laughs> and people are just missing each other. And when I hear women say, where are all the good men at? I'm like, they're right in front of you. And what I am learning, especially on TikTok, is so many people are hurting. So many people are suffering. So many people are so hurt that they can't even see something that's so good that's in front of them because their eyes aren't open, because they don't have the deep understanding of themselves and have done the work. And I, you know, oh man. So what led me to this question, sorry, here we go. What led me to, what led me to this topic is that I had a woman who wanted me to address, and I didn't want to make this episode about it because I don't, I believe I'm not a therapist, right? I'm not a therapist. I don't claim to be a therapist. I've had therapists on the show, but sometimes my work is somewhat borderline. You could probably argue, right? I'm in the people business. This is what I do. I'm, I work with people in a very intimate and close way of opening their hearts, being vulnerable with them, getting to know them. And so a lot, sometimes the, the words that are brought up in this, in this work is, you know, I hear about trauma and I had a woman who wanted, who submitted a question, who wanted me to talk about where all the good men at, basically all the men that have done the work and have addressed their traumas. 
And I'm going to tell you my philosophy on this. And if I am wrong, you know, you know that I am here to learn. I do not know everything. I am continuously a sponge. I learn from experience. I, in fact, I just read, I have some pretty great, maybe I should do a whole episode. I'm looking at my books. I should do a whole episode because I just, I just finished two incredible books. Um, and maybe I will, I'll share with you in, in another episode of, of what, you know, what books I, I suggest for you to read. But I, um, Here's my philosophy about men and trauma and where are all the good men at. Number one, the good men are in front of you. It's just that you re- you refuse to let them in. And I, so I have this saying, you know, back um, years ago when I, I did my first webinar about this in particular, I hadn't gone into matchmaking yet, but I was doing dating coaching and I did a program and I, you could probably, it was about a year, well, I don't, I don't remember how long ago it was, but I did this program and it was called match and I M stand, stand, stood for make room. So we have to make room in our lives to allow the goodness in. And if we are coming from a space of insecurity, of not understanding our worth or our value if we are coming from a place so much to where we have a complete long laundry list of everything that we're looking for in somebody and will not make any exceptions, which by the way, that big, huge laundry list that you have, it does not matter. I believe that a lot of women will put that laundry list up as a form of self-protection, as a form of armor so that they can tell everybody, see, I can't find a good man. He does not exist. Uh, these are the things that I'm looking for, and um, I can't find him. And part of that, and the reason why I didn't want to address this episode about men in trauma, because it's women in trauma too. It's both of you. Both of you. But here's why it's more... Oh man, do I want to start down this road? I think I'm going to. The reason why I believe that men have unresolved trauma is because it's not society, it's not, uh, what am I trying to say? It is not necessarily um, a societal um, Gosh, what is the word? What is the word, you guys? It's not accepted. There we go. Sorry, I'm getting emotional, so bear with me. It's not as accepted in our society for men to go to therapy and to address their traumas. When men get together, they don't talk about necessarily the mistreatment of women that women have had to them. Because it's almost like a pride thing. And I was talking to Brian about this because I'm, I've be, I'm starting to become really compassionate about, really passionate about this and compassionate, both of them, interchangeable sometimes, right? It's not, it's, it's not the norm. It's not the societal norm for men to openly talk about their trauma because of whatever. And insert, insert reason there, whether you're supposed to be a real man, whether you're supposed to be masculine, whether you're supposed to be an alpha, whether you're supposed to be whatever. 
it's not as accepted as it is for women. What do women do when they all get around each other? They all talk about their emotions. Totally, completely normal uh, behavior. Men don't do that. And if they are, they're judged. So if women are walking around wondering where all of the good men are at and why have the men have not done the trauma work, what I'm asking you is, first off, you healing is a lifelong process. I don't care how much work you do. I don't care how much therapy you do. I don't care if you have been in therapy for 20 years. There are things that are so deep down inside you that you have no idea are there until you are in a relationship. You have no idea. So even if a man, let's just say a man who has addressed his trauma is in a relationship with you and then the next thing he knows he becomes triggered and now it resurfaces and now he needs to talk about it, right? And so to me, here's 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 what I feel about the good men. I feel that there are good men everywhere. I believe that there are also men who have worked and have done work on themselves. It's, and especially if you're a man and you're listening to this, can I, I'm just, I'm so grateful for you because that means that you want something better for you. you. You're searching for something outside of yourself because I know it's not the norm. Even though this is what women want, I hear this from women all the time, it's not the norm. So thank you. Thank you for being here. But ladies, here's what I'm asking for you to do is if you find that there is a pattern to where you cannot find a good man, number one, I want to ask yourself, what is the pattern that you're seeing? Because I, in this office here, in my office, I can't tell you the amount of good men that sit in here. And yet women will not even consider them. Men who have done the work, men who have done the therapy, men who are seeking out solutions so that they can understand themselves better, have been sitting in my office and not being able for a woman to give him the time of day, whatever the reason may be. So the men exist. To me, it's not that men aren't doing the work or men um, you know, aren't addressing their traumas. It's the women that are refusing to let them in. That what that is really truly what I feel because of the because of the the different reasons that I just mentioned, right? She has a huge laundry list. These are the things that she's looking for in somebody. And majority of the time, they are unrealistic. She's noticing a pattern. Maybe there is something, you know, I don't call them types anymore. I call them in, you know, in all of this research that I've been doing and studying and reading and talking to my peers, it's not a type, it's a pattern. So if you as a woman, if you are struggling to meet good men, I want you to seriously, you reflect on yourself and girl, you address your traumas. (laughs) You've got traumas. We all have traumas. I still, I still am being triggered still to this day. 
I have not been with my ex-husband since 2006. And yet I am still being triggered because of circumstances, because of things that show, because things that pop up. And I'm having to work these things through with Brian, who's given me empathy and sympathy and compassion and understanding and grace. That, ladies, is what you should be looking for in a man. But to some women, they are so stuck on, see, I told you it was going to be all over the place. Can you tell that I've like absorbed so much energy, so much energy, that too, <laughs> so much information, um, me, you know, the whole masculine and, you know, I don't get into that, you know, you know, I don't get into that stuff. I just don't because I feel like the more. I feel that women have become so guarded and understandably so, ladies. I'm not attacking you, by the way. I know that every woman, I have not met a woman who has not had some form of trauma with a man. I haven't, me included. And my ex-husband's not the only man who treated me like garbage. I've had lots of men in my life. But I do feel that there's a lot of men who have also experienced this but don't have the freedom to talk about it because of the masculine, because of the alpha, because they're not, they feel like they're not allowed to. And, but at the end of the day, what I want for you ladies is that I want you to have a good man who is going to hold your purse while you're in chemo. I want a good man for you that when you, it's your fault, this literally just happened with Brian. If you've been following me on, on Instagram or TikTok, you know this. Brian and I missed, I flat out missed the flight to Cancun. Flat out missed it. My fault. Running late, completely my fault. Did he badger me? Did he think, point fingers at me? Did he get mad at me? No. He problem solved. He problem solved with me. He showed me compassion and understanding and kindness. And these are the qualities that I want you to find, ladies, in a man. And not to be so caught up in the things that don't matter. And recognize the good men that are underneath your nose. Because they're there. In fact, sometimes when people come to me, people, women, when they come to me for dating, coaching, Sometimes we'll um, get on the topic of who's in their life because it's not the only, not the only way of um, finding someone is online. That's a way of finding somebody, not the only way of finding somebody. And, you know, we'll talk about the people that are in their lives. And sometimes women will say, you know, I have this really great guy friend, um, blah, blah, blah. He's this, he's great. He's wonderful. He's this, he's that. And I always say, well, why aren't you dating him? Oh, I couldn't. It's so crazy to me. This happens all of the time, even in matchmaking where the women, the woman and the man, they completely hit it off. They will have, I will have clients that will have three to four hour dates and still come back to me and say, yeah, I'm just not attracted, but yet they'll have a four hour date. These are the moments and the things that I really want to pay attention to. I really want you to pay attention to. And this can go for both men and women, both of you. If you are, if you have somebody in your life or you go on a date and you spent three or four hours and you walk away going, yeah, they could be a friend. Why? 
What is it about that person? Obviously, there's a part of you that's attracted. Also, you would not be spending four hours with them. That's a crazy amount of time. Why are you not attracted? That's the trauma, right? That's the trauma. And why is it, if you're noticing a pattern, why are you attracted to what you're attracted to? Because one of the things that I've learned is that what we're attracted to is what is, oh my gosh, how, what, how do I need to say it? Um, what we're attracted to is what is within ourselves. We're attracted to, to what we're familiar with. So if you, and they've done studies on this. So if you find yourself dating men or women, there's that too, dating men or women who have not done the work, done the work using quotes, have not, um, addressed their trauma. Guess what? Bum, bum, bum. You also have not addressed it. You also have not uh, talked to anybody about your trauma. So you are attracting or you are attracted to same qualities that you have within yourself. And so I, you know, it's not this episode, I was not going to supply you a list that this is where you find the good men are men at because they're right there. They are right there. You have to keep your eyes open and you have to understand and realize your worth and your value and not get so hung up on the stupid spark, which drives me crazy. Not get so hung up on the spark and to give men that are showing up, that are showing you all of these incredible qualities, to give them a chance. Because if you're not, it's not that you can't find good men. It's that you refuse to let the good men in. And to me, that is what the answer is. It's not like I can't give you some magic place or go hang out at Home Depot or, I mean, yeah, there are places to meet men in real life, but it still doesn't matter. Where are all the good men at that have done work? Well, you know them. I promise you, you know them. It's just that you are refusing to let them in. So it's up to you to understand why. And it's up to you to stop the pattern. Good, good people in, bad people out. And, you know, the thing about, too, is that I just don't believe that there's – I mean, yes, there's there are some horrible people in this world, but I do just believe that the people are just hurting. Like, that's one of the things that I've had to come to realize. The more and more I'm putting myself out there and the more people are attacking me, it's just not they're, – they're not attacking me. They're just hurt. And hurt people hurt people. And it's your job to filter that out and to welcome in the good. And maybe there's a part of you that says you're not deserving of it. Sometimes that happens in this office too. I have people hire me and I'm, and I deliver them pretty fantastic matches and they'll have a great time and they'll go, you know what? I'm just not ready for this. That's okay. You don't have to be, you don't have to be ready. And if that's the case, then my friend, it's time for you just to kind of work on you and take a step back. And you know what? Your future potential partner will totally thank you for that. Totally thank you for that. 
And even when you are in a partnership, it's still our business, our business. Hmm. It's our job to continuously bring, um, to continuously bring enhancements into our own lives and to continue growing as individuals and to continue growing together. So, hmm, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, I was not going to, I was not going to sit here and supply a list. Okay. This is where the good, where you find the good men at because they're there. And my whole philosophy on, on why it's, you know, it's, it's not as, it's not as easy for men to address the trauma as it is the women. Cause Brian and I were talking about, I mean, he's had some pretty traumatic experiences in his life. Some that I've never even heard of. One he just shared with me that he's never even told me in nine and a half years, nine and a half years. So, but I create that safe place for him to be able to express in a non-judgment way. Judgmental way. There we go. Okay. Huh. All right, my friend. It's so good to be back. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dear Matchmaker. And if you have not subscribed, what are you waiting for? We're getting more and more subscriptions every day. You know, I love to hear from you. Um, so please make sure to subscribe. And then of course, rate and review. I love your reviews. In fact, I haven't looked to see if I've had any yet on Apple, but if you are on Apple and this, you really like these episodes, just give it a five star. You can do it on Spotify too. You can do it both places, but yeah, just give it a review. I would love to have your review. Um, cause the more reviews we get, the more that Spotify and Apple go, oh, these are really cool podcasts. Uh, we should share this with other people. So I would love that. And if you're not following me on the socials, I give some great dating tips, some little skits. I'm starting to let more and more people into my life. Um, it's kind of scary and vulnerable, but hey, I'm pushing you to be vulnerable. So I'm here. I practice what I preach. So here I am over here. Um, so yeah, come and follow me at Kat Cantrell on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Dear Matchmaker. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. Bye.